0: welcome back everybody this is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester inspires belief cast thank you for tuning in once again I love you guys thank you for believing in me I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors Siegfried and Jensen Wasatch Recovery Veracity Networks you guys are the best thank you for believing in me it means more than you'll ever know and I want to thank all the listeners thank you for tuning in you guys are what makes this work and it's it's I, I I hate to to say this even out loud because it almost sounds like I'm being over dramatic, but this yeah. saves lives. It saves lives, and the guests I've had on, it's because of them, and I want to thank all of the guests that have been on previously, and I want to thank our current guest here today. I'm so excited to introduce to you McKenna Brown. McKenna, thank Hi, you for joining us.
1: thank you for having <laughs> me. I'm honored to be here. Wow,
0: and I'm telling you, McKenna is a ball of energy, <laughs> and I feel it the second I met her, <laughs> and it's been great so far, and so thank you for being here. I know you drove a long way to get be here, but uh, I love what you do, and I want to give a little background on you. You're a wife and mother of four, and uh, you were Miss Utah in 2014. Yes, so that's really I was. Cool. Yeah, and that's not an easy thing. Meaning, you, that's a lot of hard work and preparation. Yes. Right, and I want to talk more about that. Yeah, in a minute. absolutely. So, um, you're the owner and creator of My Wonder Woman Journal and three other. Breakoff journals as well. And I've got yes. the journal right here. <laughs> and um, I, f- I feel like a powerful woman right now, to be honest with Good. you. As I, I like this. it. <laughs> but this is beautiful. We're going to talk about that. Um, McKenna's had her own struggles with mental health as she has turned her pain into purpose, which I love. Uh, she's now a mental health advocate and helps women of all ages, girls through retreats and programs she has created to help them see and recognize their strengths within them through journaling and we're going to talk about why that's so important absolutely and um you you run a blog on these topics you keep the conversation going and you're trying to break the stigma of mental health and this is one of the reasons why i love mckenna (laughs) my daughter showed me a couple videos of you (laughs) and just having fun about mental health and i was like who is this woman (laughs) and and for those that know you were like yeah she's she's amazing but you guys well we'll get uh, to know a little bit more about that Uh, You believe that owning your story and embracing who you are helps us step into the power and purpose, and then we'll 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 mention at the end how you can get a hold of McKenna. Absolutely. Um, owning your story, you know, I was at a at the Utah State Prison, and I heard one of the inmates say, "If you don't own your story, it owns you."
1: Oh, that's powerful. Yeah, and so I love that you have that on there. Absolutely.
0: But yeah, so welcome. Thank you. Yes, you're the best. Thank you so much. So why don't uh, why don't we start off? For those who don't know you, yeah. um, let's just get to know you a little bit. A, bit yeah. uh, a little bit. Where did you grow up and a little bit about your family?
1: Okay, so I grew up in Provo, Utah, Okay. and I still live about a mile from where I grew up. Oh, that's I nice. I promise I get out. We love <laughs> to travel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I live in a little they, a bubble of Happy Valley, and we love it. We are currently there. We reside there, and I'm the youngest of four. Okay. And I have three girls and a boy,
0: four nice. kids,
1: and... I, we, like you said, I've had my own struggles with mental health mm-hmm. and it really came to light um through birthing children.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I want to get to that. I, going back to your childhood though, Absolutely. I mean, you're very passionate about what you do. You have yeah. a lot of energy. I think people... Mike said, like, "Oh, she's just so confident, positive. Yeah. Have you always been like that? Were you like that as a little girl as well?
1: I have always been a ball of energy. <laughs> I um, used to get teased a lot. You're too much. You're too this. You're too happy.
0: Uh-huh. And I
1: always tried to suppress it, but it always comes out. And, <laughs> and I've learned to just embrace that over the years to just yeah. be who I am. I have a lot of energy. I'm very spazzy. <laughs> and um, I feel that owning my story has really helped me step into, you know, Right. who I am. But through my childhood, yes, I was the youngest by far. I have a 10-year-old. I'm 10 years apart, nine years apart, seven years apart from all my siblings. Oh, yeah. And so, okay. yeah, I felt I, I I didn't have, I did have a great childhood. But, you know, I had a father. Yeah. I have abandonment issues. And all of these things that I suppressed sure. as a child that we're taught to run away from, don't dwell on the past, don't dwell on the past.
0: Yeah. It wasn't
1: until I was an adult where I, um, related to an arrow that I felt oh. like I had to be pulled back in order to fly. And I did have to go back and ha- and heal a lot of my inner child. And yeah. I've been doing a lot of inner child work. Okay. And that's been a huge part of my mental health journey is when I felt like I didn't have a voice. I didn't feel like I was ever taken seriously. I felt like, you know, I I spoke too much, and I what to answer your question. I've always been energetic and confident. Sure. I've always had been confident to speak up, but my true insecurities were socially speaking. Did I speak too much? Did I talk too much? Um, was okay. was that inappropriate? And I and that was kind of the the con to being confident was socially. I had some anxieties that I didn't really address.
0: Right? Did you? Did you ever get like, were there like a group of kids growing up, like in high school and stuff? Because you know how kids can be at times judgmental, and, and that kind of thing. Did you go through any of that where kids were like, McKenna, you know, or, yeah, you know,
1: I was a cheerleader. I think that yeah. was pretty. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure people can, could guess that. You can hear it in her voice for sure. <laughs> I'm still a great cheerleader for people. I love cheering people on. Sure. Um, <laughs> but in high school and even in my adulthood, people misunderstand me or misjudge me i should say that i'm fake or stuck up because or if i'm not if i'm not nice enough and i'm quiet then i'm stuck up so i always try to make other people feel comfortable because I of the okay. judgments that people put on me right. and in high school I didn't really have a group I was friends with everybody so mm. everyone thought I was friends with everyone but really I felt really alone and I was really socially had social anxiety mm. but nobody I had um, one of my retreats someone from high school say I always wanted to be friends with McKenna I thought she was friends with everyone and she was so popular and I said it's so crazy we just don't ever know what other people are going through because right. in high school I felt like an odd odd man out wow but on the outside looking in everyone thought and I think that that really rolls into everybody's life we just don't have any idea what any other people are going through we kind of touched on that before we got started we
0: did yeah that
1: in high school this girl goes oh yeah I really wanted to be friends with McKenna Brown McKenna Kwai and I wanted to do this and I thought wow I just never felt like I fit in or belonged yeah even though on the outside I did look like I was
0: yeah and I think that's a good point you make McKenna that You know, if we can just understand this simple concept that everyone's got something that they're struggling with and we're more alike than you think. So, you know, here's everyone looking at you. Oh, she's so popular. She's got all these friends. But if they knew what you were really going on inside... They'd be like, man, she's struggling just like I am. Yeah.
1: Well, and someone said, oh, I got this. I've I've had this statement a lot in my life, and I don't want to say it triggers me, but it almost motivated me. And okay. the comment is, McKenna, you have it all put together. Mm. And in high school, McKenna, you have it all together. You've never had a rough life, and nobody in high school, my ma- my mom remarried um, a very successful man. We lived in a very elaborate neighborhood, mm-hmm. and on the surface, I looked like I'd never really gone through hard. Right. And. If I were to tell you what my childhood looked like, you know, I grew up without a father. My mom worked three to four jobs. She would feed us before she'd fed herself. She'd go days without eating. We lost our home. We moved in. We were homeless. You know, we moved in with my grandparents. And then it was a Cinderella story. But when I tell people that, they go, oh, I didn't realize that you actually had a lot more struggles because you don't really share them. You just act like everything's okay. Mm, And I think what's amazing in society is when it rolled over into adulthood into neighborhood i I always do this sign you know like my hands are clasped together like oh stepford wife everything's put together (laughs) everything's great and i um (laughs) tell women when i start to speak like oh no i have my own mental health struggles and again that's what motivated me to speak out and share my story is that i don't have it put together right and here's my story and here's how we can relate
0: right wow yeah, and again, I think that's pretty common. I think that we all kind of do that. We see people even on social media. how yeah, oh, they look like they've got it all put oh, together. Yeah. And it's interesting. I've had a lot of high level people on this podcast yeah. where and what's so cool is they come on here and they just get vulnerable and they yeah. talk about man, this is what I've gone through. Right. And it's that's what's been so wonderful about this is that and here here you are. I mean, I, i s I've followed you on Instagram and in your your social media and you're, 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 you're passionate and I love it, but you're also very real. So let's jump ahead just a little bit. You, you know, you said you really, well, let me ask you this. Did you seek help at that time? Where did you ever tell your mom, man, I've got anxiety. I don't or maybe it was kind of a was. joke
1: because I feel like everyone in our family, I'm laughing because if they're going to, they're going to listen to this and laugh, we all joke. Oh yeah, we've got anxiety. You've got OCD. And we all just like laugh it off Oh, of anxiety. We yeah. just we're never taught, you know, in our minds, maybe, or maybe not, maybe these, you know, who's listening, they don't think this, but they think seeking help is weakness. Hmm. Asking for help is weakness. Yeah. And I, my perception has changed substantially over the last couple of years that seeking help is strength. Yeah. acknowledging that you are strong, yeah. but you don't have all the answers is humbling, but also empowering that, wow, there are so many resources around us that it is yeah. not weak to seek help and be open to options. Yeah. I was so close-minded and I thought, wow, educating myself has really put me where I am today because I couldn't make an educated decision without educating myself on my options.
0: Exactly. And
1: that really, we were just taught, you don't do this, you don't do that, um, only because that's what they were taught. Yeah, My mom and everyone, they're great people. We just, it's through generations that we're learning that it's okay to ask for help.
0: Yeah, it's okay to struggle.
1: It's okay to struggle. It's okay to say, I'm I'm having a hard day.
0: Yeah. You know, I know you do a lot of speaking to to a lot of younger kids and and women and uh, girls specifically. Yeah what's one of the what are the common things you're hearing from these girls and what are they struggling with yeah. as you go about doing this
1: it's insane when i leave i i, I get goosebumps because these girls the pressure that humans even as moms as fathers as human beings the pressure that we're feeling the pressure that these this younger generation coming up with, they're feeling the perfectionism um i mean think of us as adults with fully developed brains if you will that there's newly developed brains that are trying to navigate the world and where they're going pressures of grades pressures to look a certain way i'm like you guys never went through an awkward phase like right. there was no awkward phase. Like if you could only yeah. see me trying to use a flat iron and junior high, like these girls are just, you know, the pressures to be the, um, <laughs> you know, there's, that's where I hear, like I've get messages from yeah. girls saying, I tell them I'm a safe space. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I am a safe place. And if yeah. I don't have the answer, which I hard, like I will always help you find the answer. Right. So I will oh, get yeah. messages. Hey, you came and spoke to us this morning. I was planning on ditching math class. Cause I didn't think I was going to get an A. So I thought I might as well just not. Take the test, right? Yeah. But you told me my best is good enough, so I took the test, and nice. I'm really proud of myself for showing up. Yeah. And and that made me cry. That's oh, that's man. something. Feeling like your best is good enough. That's what these girls need to hear. That yeah. perfectionism is I enemy. Mean, it's unattainable. It's not even realistic. It's right. not even yeah. real. Yeah. You know. And I, the filters and the, all the things. Trust me, I use filters. Trust me, like we all do. <laughs> but you know, the no understanding that you're beautiful with and without. You're yeah. okay. Not getting straight A's, you're okay. Yeah. Your best today might be different tomorrow, and your best tomorrow is gonna be different today. And knowing, I said, you might feel sick today, or might not get a lot of rest, so your best tomorrow might not be not be as good as today. But don't compare yourself to yesterday than to yeah. today. I yeah. don't know that. That's love a it. rambling, but that that's what I hear from these girls. Like, thank you for allowing me yeah. to be okay just the way I am.
0: I love it. Well, that's you owning your story. Yeah, making an impact on these girls. I hope so. Well, so you, you know. You said when you, you had four kids mm-hmm. and then you went through some postpartum depression yeah. on a very severe level, uh, yep. and anxiety was still you know struggling with that. Talk about that experience, if you would, and Absolutely. let our listeners know how hard that was and yeah. what it was like.
1: For me, it was like a pot of boiling water, and it was on simmer. But it just kept trying to boil over and Mm -hmm. I kept trying to turn the simmer down. So Mm. I I explained it like I was just drowning, trying to live to
0: the next moment. Was this after each child or was it after the last one? It was after this last one. But
1: I will say that I, um, anxiety and depression and childhood trauma or just trauma, if you don't handle it straight on, it doesn't ever go away. There's parts Mm. of your body and mind that need to heal. and if you don't heal it manifests in its own way and for me that manifested in anger i was just Mm. an angry mom Mm. and i just thought that was my new normal i just thought that that's who i am but i was just angry all the time i would snap i was highly controlling about what my kids would wear how their hair was made and and if and i um was very obsessive compulsive with schedules and i still am (laughs) but if anything went wrong it stemmed anxiety which Mm. triggered me into depression and so um those things weren't getting addressed. And okay. then when the hormone imbalances come into play, yeah. um, I would say after my third, everything was great. I didn't suffer as bad, but after my second I did, but it wasn't as severe. Okay. So I always tell women, just because you don't want to shake your baby or you don't want to run into oncoming traffic or you don't aren't contemplating suicide, Doesn't mean you're not struggling. Yeah. So when I look back, I think, Wow, I wish I would have known that all of these signs were actually postpartum maternal mental health that needed to be addressed, and I never addressed them. Mm. So when the fourth came, that's when everything kind of came to a head. We had trauma in the family um, with my sisters. I actually went into labor because my sister-in-law found out her cancer had spread, and it and it really triggered me. And and I actually went into labor. So if there is trauma before you have a baby, that does trigger your mental health oh, as I didn't well. Know that. Wow. Yeah. So a okay. lot of things were going on. Um and I just thought, okay, if I'm working out and I'm eating healthy and I get meal plan and <laughs> I get obsessive about I'm just gonna do everything I possibly can. Right. And I think um you God You try was, to be perfect. Yeah, you try to be perfect. Yeah. Like okay I'm just gonna do my part. And I think God wants us to understand that sometimes our part is just letting him like sitting in the heart. Yeah. And just sitting and pausing. Love that. sometimes right after a pause, a miracle will happen and pause mm. will take us to where we need to go. And we're yeah. so busy that he's just like, take a breath and pause. Yeah, And we don't realize that that's also doing our part too, yeah. is asking what we need to do. What, oh, right. And And I wouldn't pause. I wasn't pausing. And so it just kept manifesting in rage. And till one day I just snapped. Yeah. And I didn't realize I needed the help I needed, and unfortunately. Yeah, but I'm wow. grateful for that journey because I want to share with not just women and children and men as well that you don't ever need to let it get to that point.
0: Yeah. You,
1: there is help. And to be aware of our mental state is crucial to our mental health. Right, And that's why I talk about embracing the hard. Yeah. La- you know, being aware of how we're feeling is actually the first step. I
0: think I like that. So, you know, so you noticed that you were depressed and down after Uh the fourth on a level that you hadn't felt before. It was pretty severe. Yeah. Did you try to just keep that to yourself for a while? Oh yeah. And I mean, but did your husband and other family members notice like, Hey, what's up? What's up with the my camera? husband definitely okay.
1: um he he even tried to set up therapist appointments and I met the therapist I didn't really like her mm-hmm. I didn't I don't shouldn't say I didn't like her she's great we just didn't quite connect didn't on connect. the level that I needed right. or felt that I needed yeah sure and he definitely noticed and was worried mm-hmm. but he's learned a lot too
0: yeah he
1: talking to my husband about the stigma and perspective that our journey has taken us Right, really helped him because he's just like, you know, keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. But we both just didn't have the tools. Right. So it wasn't until the day I drove myself to the behavior hospital, I threw a chair against the wall and broke it. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, talk about Wonder Woman moment. Didn't realize how strong I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Wonder Woman. <laughs> threw a toy tramp down the stairs. And I actually remember, um, I didn't know postpartum rage was a thing. Mm. And rage in mental health, not just postpartum, is right. a thing. yeah It's right. real. It manifests in anger. yeah And I remember feeling so angry one day. I was holding my new baby on my hip. And our bathroom door and our pantry door like not pantry door, but our like linen closet touch. And I just started banging the doors together and mm. then I actually broke the door handles oh, wow. and they're still broken. But I remember <laughs> like I was so scared <laughs> oh, to tell my, my husband gosh. because he bless his heart too. He was thinking, I can't live like this anymore. Is our marriage going to last? Yeah, You right. know, I can't live in this type of term term turmoil. turmoil right. So,
0: wow. So, um, so then eventually you, you got to this point where, I mean, where you're at now, yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing what you're doing now. Oh, thanks. How did you make this transition and how did you get to where you're at? I mean, you're, you're out speaking to other women, mm-hmm. helping them, empowering them. We're going to talk about this yeah, journal here yeah. in a minute. How did you, what was the transition? the transition? Yeah. How did you do that?
1: So, um, the weekend after I driven myself to the hospital was Monday and my neighbor came out and she's so amazing. But, again, we put on this persona that everything's great. Right. So the moment I realized that this is something that needs to be shared, as she came over, kids were playing, and she said, Hey, McKenna, how was your weekend? And I said, without a beat, I said, Oh, it was great. I drove myself to the behavior hospital. How was your weekend? (laughs) And She was like, Wait, wait, what?
0: She said, What did you just say?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I kind of laughed because I think I'm funny. And I'm just like, Oh,
0: get it? Like, I just lost
1: my mind. (laughs) she's like oh my gosh
0: so funny. she's like oh, but
1: then we had this moment where we were laughing <laughs> and then she kind of looked at me and teared up and she said i want to share something with you and she told me that she locked herself in her pantry door with a pile of pills and wanted to kill herself last week whoa and it was this connection yeah that we hugged each other and embraced each other. we didn't say you know, gave each other advice. We were just there for each other. Yeah. And it was me sharing my story yeah. that made her feel comfortable to share her story and to realize that there we live down the street from each other, but we're we're all having our own struggles. right. So I told my husband that I've been in pageantry, I've been involved in the community, and I've always felt this desire to be involved. But I've never found that like real inner passion yet. yeah And I said, I think I'm supposed to share my story. So as I'm reading this book by Gayna Lynn Condish, who's amazing, and yep. it's called You're More Than Enough, You're Magnificent. Yeah. And in the book, she talks about Wonder Woman I love Gayna Lynn, by the way. Oh. She's been on my podcast. Oh, she's fabulous. She's Isn't amazing. She, she now, we love you. We love you. <laughs> she inspired me to... So it's been an inside joke through my family that um, people tease me that I look like Wonder Woman. They think... So I don't... You actually it, but, do. Yeah. Thank seriously, you. Seriously. I really was do. fishing <laughs> for that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's like this joke because I don't see it yeah. but I love it when people tell me I'm like I will soak that up all day you're like thank, thank you, you so much thank yep. you so much <laughs> no and so I told my husband in this book that I I can't explain the like that striking bolt moment yeah where it was this is what it's going to be called it was so clear as day it was such a spiritual wow. experience for yeah, was on the beach sure. in Hawaii a place of healing for me yeah and it was so because he took me on a trip after he's like we need to go on a trip together he knows where yeah. I heal yeah and I was sitting on the beach and it said Every woman's a Wonder Woman. And I thought, oh, that's what I should call it. Yeah. My Wonder Woman journal. And I will share my journal entries and share my story. And it was that inspired action that cleared the path, which that's what Gabriella Bernstein says is inspired action clears the path. Yeah. And that's what happened. It took me to this place like, wait, every woman needs a journal. I'm going to create a journal. Yeah. And then the ripple effect it. of yeah. the, the path that it took me down, all stem from Gay Nolan. has really, I owe a lot of that to her. And we've yes. connected and she's, she's amazing. And I thank her all the time. And I give her recognition. She's on my website where people can buy that book, but it was there that it took me to where I am today.
0: So, wow. Yeah. yeah. She's amazing. And, uh, but like attracts like, and so you must be amazing as well. And I mean that, and, 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 uh, I love what you're doing and I love that you're owning your you're just very real and authentic about your situation. Thank like you. like with your neighbor. Yeah. Had you not been real, you never would have had that connection or conversation. Right. She would have felt alone still. Yeah. You never would have known that what Mm-mm. she tried to do. Absolutely. And so I think there like you said, there's so much power in just being real. No, yeah, I drove myself to the hospital, a mental hospital, and I had to deal with this and that and yeah. excuse me. Yeah. But that was just being real at the same time, you know. So I love that. Yeah, that's Beautiful. where it all
1: started was when we own our story. And ask God, that's what I felt. I'm like, hey, well, I have always said everything happens for a reason. What is this reasoning? Why? I used to just cry to my husband because I'm raising girls. And I'm like, why did you give me this brain? Why did you give me this brain? Why is this my path? Why did you give me girls? Why? You know, I'm I'm supposed to be all these things, but you gave me this brain. Why? (laughs) And my husband, it made him cry. And he's like, I love Mm -hmm. your brain. I love your heart. And yeah. there's a reason for this. And yeah. um, I'm grateful for the journey. I'm grateful yeah. for every part of it. The wow. pain. And yeah. it's just been great. You're turning the pain into passion. Pain into passion. Yeah. Pain into purpose. So let's talk
0: about uh, this My Wonder girl journal which i have in my hand here it's really beautiful and i've gone through it just you know and i've obviously studied what you've written on your website and stuff so really cool what you're doing so explain what this is okay and why it's important and then why journaling in general is important for overall mental health wellness
1: okay so my first journal i ever created was the wonder woman journal okay and when i was launching that the, I was worried, okay, do I do prompts? Do I do this? And I was mm-hmm. overthinking it. And I think that's where a lot of people get stumped in their right. journey. Yeah. It's perfectionism. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I kept chanting to myself, perfectionism is the enemy. Just launch yeah. a journal. And guess what? You could create more if you want. And you yeah. could change it and print more. And the letting <laughs> go of that. you can perfectionism is your enemy. You feel called to something, go down that path. So I launched the Wonder Woman journal that's blank. And women would ask me, how do I start journaling? I don't know where to start. And I'd say, with your gratitudes. So I thought, hey, because I'm feeling creative, yeah. I'm going to create a gratitude journal with a little space at the bottom so people don't feel intimidated to write their Wonder Woman moments down. So I'll touch I on what that. those are. Yeah. Um, I deem Wonder Woman moments embrace celebrating our wins for the day, the good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the good, good moments. Yeah.
1: So whether that's, okay, I am really I had a great day and this is why too. Hey, I, um, I even on my worst days, I was breathing. Yeah. So... Um, I'm gonna celebrate the breath because I'm alive. To I did the dishes. To I did the laundry. To hey, love it. The wins. So that's the perspective of the good. Um, embracing the hard is, I think, a huge Wonder Woman mm-hmm. moment. Uh, I tell women, crying is not weakness. Um, having emotion is not weakness. I asked myself all the time, why? Why did I choose to come to Earth? I believe that I lived. I lived before. Lived before and yeah. why did I choose? God's plan to come to earth and experience all this pain and because it's through the pain that we connect with a higher being whatever that is for you we can't connect without experiencing the vice we have to experience the bad to really appreciate the good so that's why those both come into play so crucial and the funnies I call them the funnies learning to laugh at ourselves is what I do I make fun of myself all the time
0: well yeah that's what I love (laughs) about you you're just you are funny and you talk about this when you make a mistake and you make fun of it and I love it like yesterday I was
1: searching everywhere for my my so delicious drink. And I didn't know where I put it. And I was walking in the front yard, chasing my two year And I looked to the right and I was like in the flowers. I'm like, right. I was weeding and I had it in my hand and whatever. There it is. Like I found it. It's all right. warm now, but you know, like we just learning to laugh at ourselves. And the I reason it. why yeah. it's so crucial to laugh is yeah. because usually when we're on the brink of breaking, mm-hmm. it's the little things with the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah, And it's sometimes in those moments where I say, I drove off with the gas pump in my car twice in six weeks. <laughs> I know at the same gas station. And it was funny because I just laugh. I'm just oh, like, man. but then I sit there and try to relate to other women who might feel like shame, embarrassment and yeah. cry and feel Beat like, of course this happened to it. me. Yeah. Why am I losing my mind? And they shame, shame, shame. But I feel like in order to contradict shame is laughter mm. and learning to laugh at ourselves through our mistakes yeah. instead of dwelling in our mistakes. Going well, I just walked in the gas station. I said, "Hey, it's me again." <laughs> wow. but, and I said, "Oh, it just pops right back on. It's fine. I got this." <laughs> you know, we laugh about it and I make fun right. of myself, and then we just move on. But yeah. instead of letting those moments break our back, learning to laugh helps lighten the load. Yeah. So it's I
0: couldn't agree more. <laughs> we, um, one of my mentors, uh, he's a therapist. He's now retired. But that was one of his things that he taught me is like helping the, helping your client laugh. Yeah. You know, yeah, this is a real serious moment and you're really taking it so deep, but you know, laugh at it. We, it's funny that we tell ourselves that we're no good. Where did that come from? (laughs) And then we can laugh at it. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it does, it lightens the load. It gives you, you it's almost like you take the power back when you yes, do that. Yes.
1: And it gives you permission to be human.
0: Oh, I love that. It
1: gives you permission to be human. Yeah. And what's so great is celebrating. It's, you can't have toxic positivity because you need to embrace the heart, but yeah. in order to embrace the heart, you need to learn to laugh. So there's all these moving pieces, exactly. but I've added on to the Wonder Woman moments with gratitude because I think gratitude yeah. brings perspective back. embracing the hard laughter but getting perspective of what you're great grateful for kind of brings you back into all of it and when i created the wonder girl journal that was the next journal i created um we were in hawaii for eight weeks during COVID, okay and i told my girls i was scared to just snorkel the shore break like it made me very uncomfortable being in water i'm used to the mountains here in utah right and i said okay girls we're gonna make a goal we're gonna step outside our comfort zones every day and we're going to do something that makes us uncomfortable every day. And we yeah. celebrated each other. Oh, and I remember nice. one; I started calling them wonder girls, hmm. you know, and they'd be like, mom, you're a wonder woman. I'm like, you're a wonder girl, you know. Uh-huh. And awesome. by the end of the summer, we were swimming ice. We were in a um, Waimea Bay and there were dolphins about 150, 200 yards offshore. Yeah. We didn't even hesitate. I got my GoPro, got my snorkel gear. My daughter got a boogie board and her gear and we swam 200 yards offshore and swam with a pod of dolphins and it was magical and it was this moment connect feeling grounded with the earth and yeah. connecting with nature and looking back at our journey think like, when would i have ever swam that far offshore and it was on the edge yeah. of our comfort zones where we find ourselves wow. where we yeah. push ourselves to be yeah. uncomfortable so i added that on as a wonder woman moment because in our comfort zones we're comfortable yeah we don't learn or grow we're, yeah. we're content but complacent So we pushing ourselves really helped us grow. And so I and I also added showing love and feeling love because a lot of times as girls, as humans, we show love the way we feel love, but not everyone feels the love we do.
0: Yeah, it's different. So we can
1: recognize that some and honor somebody else's love is different than ours. We will feel more love than we did because we see love in all aspects instead of just the way we show and see love
0: right you have a uh, an example here how you know how did i show love today mm-hmm. and it's simple i let my sister borrow, borrow my shirt
1: Yeah. Now, i have
0: three girls yep. and, a, and a boy as well oh, yeah. and you know girls sometimes tend to be like hey stay away from my clothes don't wear my clothes <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. you know that kind of thing so oh, i, yeah. I kind of laughed at that when i read that i'm like yeah that's a good one. You know, trusting a really good one.
1: your sister with your clothes but at it, that age it might seem silly to us as adults, but that's a true yeah, act of love. To be it like, really is. You can I will let you borrow this. Yeah, can I borrow your shirt? Yeah. Absolutely. You yeah. Can.
0: Simple little things. And that's what I love about this. It's simple yet it's powerful stuff if we'll do it. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. And I think that's what I tell the girls is our brain is a muscle. Mm-hmm. And that's why the prompts are the same every single day. Because it's important that we train our brains yeah. to to do the work.
0: Yeah. Repetition deepens the impression.
1: Yeah. And it's, we're, we're gearing yeah. up for battle because there will be hard days. We'll yeah. have good days and know that embrace those good days yeah. because you're going to go down in the heart and you're going to have hard and days and you're going to have good days, yeah. but it's when those good days to make sure to do the work. Cause we're gearing, I say gearing up for battle.
0: Yeah. I want to read something that you yeah. have in the introduction of your journal here, if that's okay. It Absolutely. says, it says my hope for you with this journal is to see the good, embrace the hard, learn to laugh, grow and feel love like we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you sometimes your Wonder Girl moment may be just breathing yeah. or that you got home, got your homework done. Right. Yeah. Just Again, simple little things. Yeah. Write those wins down. This may sound backwards, but also include your difficult experiences and feelings so you can look back at those moments and yeah. celebrate that you have survived 100 percent. Of life storms. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Cause I think you, you know, I, I I'll have a client here who's blown up his life. They've been th- in some of the stories you hear are yeah. horrific. And I'll say the same thing, but you're sitting here now. Yeah, like, you're still you alive. survived it. You survived, Think about all you've been through. Congratulations. You survived. Yeah. And it's just that little flip of perspective, and they go, Oh my gosh, I never I'm thought of alive. it that way. Yep. So I love that you We've have survived that in there. that really hit me when I read oh, that. Oh yeah.
1: Wow. Cuz I'm still alive. I'm still here and yeah. we shame ourselves by not being good enough not doing enough. Yeah. And I tell women it's okay to be productive and ambitious, but don't disregard what you're doing. Don't right. just don't let those things slip by without saying, "Wow, I did that." And that's that's some of the mundane things we do every day. You feed your family.
0: Yeah. You
1: get up out of bed. Don't worry about this. You, they have clean clothes. They're fed, and they love you no matter what.
0: Yeah, no, beautiful. I want to ask you this: Why are affirmations so important, and Thank why you. is that part of this? Because you, you know, you have a bunch of examples as well yeah. as some affirmations yeah. you can tell yourself. Why do you do those? I'm yes. assuming. Yeah, absolutely. And how has it. that helped you? I remember.
1: <laughs> oh, I could ramble about this forever. I'll try to keep it concise. No, you're
0: good. Um, <laughs> In therapy,
1: mm-hmm. um, my therapist said, "I want you to look at yourself in the mirror every day, and tell yourself that you are worthy, mm. and that you are loved, that you love yourself. I love you, and say I love you." And I'm like, "Ooh,
0: weird."
1: <laughs> you know, I was told if you talk to yourself, you're kind of weird. Yeah, it's like, um, I'm yeah, like, "Okay, right? I, pr- <laughs> I will, I will put in the work. I will yeah. do the work." Kay. So I'd wake up in the morning, or if I'm driving in the car and I see myself in the rearview mirror at a stoplight, I'd say you are worthy. I love you. Mm. And in those moments of shame, not feeling like I was worthy of my children's love, not worthy of my husband's love. The thoughts that were going through my mind when I drove myself to the behavior hospital and wanting to jump into oncoming traffic was I'm not worthy. They are better off without me. I Mm. don't think my kids deserve me. They deserve a better mother. My husband deserves a better wife. Um, and if I die, he could remarry a more loving, kind wife, and they'd be better off without me. And those were Man. the real thoughts. So yeah. telling myself I'm worthy and I love me were huge. And I found myself sure. in the days where I call them um, the rabbit holes. I started mm-hmm. to go in the rabbit hole and I said, wait, they they love me. I'm worthy of their love. And right. I saw the work of doing an affirmation come into play.
0: Come into play. And yeah. I'll tell you why. I, love that.
1: I learned that the universe says yes. If you say you're ugly and you're stupid and you're not worthy, the universe says yes. Yeah. And God, you know, I don't want to say God because God doesn't believe that. But the universe, what we put out there, if we say I'm stupid, the universe says, yes, yes, Mm -hmm. you are. But if I say I am loved, I'm worthy, I am passionate, I I connect, and I am driven, and all the things I want to embody, the universe says, yes, yes, you are. So that's why affirmations are so important, even if you don't believe them. Our brain is a muscle. Just like we go to the gym yeah. and we work on our biceps or our abs or our booty, whatever you work <laughs> on. <laughs> our brain is a muscle. It's an organ. Yeah. So we need to work on that. It's disregarded so much yeah. as an organ, as a muscle. So we need to train our muscle to behave as such. And wow. the universe says, Yeah. So how are you gonna train your brain? How are yeah. you gonna train your muscle? Yeah. You know, we always focus, I need to lose weight, I need to what about your brain? So much of it's between the ears. So much of weight loss is between the ears. So much of everything is between the ears. sure
0: is, isn't it? So that's
1: why um, affirmations. I Like my friend said she wanted to do a reel with me this weekend because she goes, oh, I'm so stupid. And I yell, what are you saying? What What did you just say in front of me? And she goes, I'm smart. I'm so smart. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, that would be a funny reel. That would be funny. And McKenna going, What did you just say? I'm so smart. I am so smart. Yeah. (laughs) No, that
0: is so true though. I love what you said there. Um, The universe always says yes. I actually heard that a long time ago by a guy named Neil Donald Walsh. And he really preaches that a lot. Like what you put out, the universe will give you exactly what you said. And it's like, it's like when you buy like a new car and then you notice the new car everywhere, right? Oh my gosh, yes. And it's like, well, so why true. do you notice it? Because you've got the, your focus is on the car. Yes. So if you're negative, yep. you see all the negative. Yep. You have all the proof. And same with positive. If you have the positive, you see all the proof. So I'm so glad you pointed that out, that the universe always says yes. That is yes. amazing. So
1: even if you don't believe it, we had a retreat this last week and we came up with I am statements. And on mm-hmm. Tuesday, I'm teaching a class on this and I nice. didn't make it up. Um, my friend went through, what's it called? impact training oh yeah uh-huh. impact training yeah. and in there they create these i am statements yep. and i'm going to teach these girls on i am statements and nice. i said it was so hard for them we can get into the inner child work we did but what i was saying with the affirmations and is creating an i am statement whether you believe it or not what do you what do you know you are okay if you don't yeah. think anything positive of yourself what do you want to embody yeah and we tell the girls we went around in a circle and each girl stood up and we yelled lexi who are you and the first time they say it they say it yeah. and then we'd say lexi who are you and they And they, you know, acknowledge it. So the whole group's saying, yes, who Who are are you? you? And she goes and she says her I am statement. And by the third time you claim it as your own. And we yell all together, Lexi, who are you? I'm a passionate, loving, light child of God, like anything that they are. And we all say, yes, you are. And then she goes, I am. Thank you. And it is so powerful. By the third time, every girl is crying because they're claiming it. I am this. Yeah. And it's powerful. I love that. It's really, really powerful. What do you call that? (laughs) (laughs) An I am statement. Creating an I am statement. Well, an I
0: am statement. uh,
1: Claiming your I am statement. Connection
0: exercise. Yes. Because that's what you're doing the whole room. I'm visualizing this in my head like this group of people just... Yeah. Oh, and you can feel the energy. And then... Well, the
1: day before we started retreat, it's, this is the inner child work, uh-huh. we asked each girl to write in their journal everything that every negative thing they've said about themselves, the worst things they've ever said to themselves, right? And then we all had a child. They sent in in their submission a childhood picture of themselves. Oh. So my partner created this really beautiful um, thing with them, with their inner their childhood picture. Oh, cool! So then we par- partnered them up, and we had them all. And again, we didn't make up this exercise, but I saw it done somewhere, and I thought this is going to be very powerful to do in this group of women. And we asked them to exchange pictures with their partner and to say ones for hold up for twos. And now go to your journal and say that everything you just wrote down to your inner child picture. Ooh. It, I had to walk out of the room. It was really hard for me to listen because me, yeah. it's, it was so hard to listen. I just was in the kitchen going, that was hard. To listen to, oh, to watch, yeah. and the girls are just crying. Yeah. And explain to them that you still are that child. That is you. Would you ever say that to your child? Right. Everything you say is to that child that's inside of you. Yeah. It was so powerful. You know oh, what yeah. wolf do you feed? And the yeah, first exactly. day yeah. we say, okay, why embracing the heart is important is because you're. A, it's not mm-hmm. to run away from the bad wolf because you're saying what yeah. wolf do you feed and they you have the good wolf and the bad wolf which one survives in the fight it's the one you feed right? Yeah, right so the first day we say the it's not feeding that wolf but acknowledging the wolf facing it head on and training it and saying i i honor you and you're here and i'm not going to run from you cuz you'll chase me
0: wow so i'm going
1: to learn to sit with you okay. and acknowledge you like that. but the second date retreat was feeding the good wolf how do we acknowledge yeah and honor that wolf that's bad, that gives us all the negative self talks not going to go away, but we can't run from it. So that's what embracing the heart is. And celebrating the good and the wins is feeding the good wolf.
0: Wow. Very well said, McKenna. Thank you. I love that. Um, what age groups do you typically do with this? Is it any age group? Is it adults? Adult. Is it both? Is yeah, it... we have okay. every
1: age. I mean, as an adult, I want to, I want to run retreats mother-daughter, mm-hmm. but I haven't stepped into that yet. Um, But the retreats are anywhere from, you know, mid to late 20s to 60s, late 60s. Mm, Grandmothers come. We always have like a matriarch of the group that's always there. Um, But we have every age. But what's crazy about it is women in the circle creating a space of safety Mm -hmm. and trust and celebration where we tell women it's a retreat rule, you are not here to give permission to somebody else unless you ask for it. Our okay. journey here is to honor the space and that you're here for you. And we're going to create a space of safety and trust. So gotcha. women, when you create and celebrate and rally around people, like there was a woman who had husband is having an affair on another woman. But what we were, we tried to orchestrate so we're not going to bash the husband. We're not going to bash the other woman. We're going to love on her. And we're going to... S- to honor that we are here to embody and infuse you with love and safety. And she told us that we saved her Man. at the end of retreat. Wow. That it tr- we, tr- we saved her because she felt safe. Right. And I think as women in society, we need to feel safe.
0: Absolutely. Wow. So beautiful. You know, I, you've already given some amazing advice. You've shared your story. You, you've been vulnerable. So thank you. If there's someone listening to you right now who's just in a dark place, not sure what to do, or they or they know a friend or whatever, yeah, what what could you tell them right? That one person right now who's just feeling like I'm I'm lost. I don't know if I can move on.
1: Yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's real. And I felt that, and they're not alone. Mm. Um, I get goosebumps when you say that because I feel that emotion deeply, and I don't ever want to lose that um, moment yeah. because I think yeah. that's how we connect is again honoring that wolf yeah, and not to run from it I would tell that person that you don't need to change who you are to be a wonder woman you don't need to change who you are to be who you need to be Wow. You have all the tools inside of you and you've all resources around you to help yeah. you become who you're meant to be. Right. But don't ever think you have to change who you are. Yeah. Because in me I always thought I needed to change who I was. Mm. I needed to be quiet. Mm-hmm. I needed to calm down. I needed to silence myself because I was too much. But silencing that only festered in depression and anxiety because I wasn't honoring you. the I wasn't honoring who I was. Yeah. And I just want people to know that you don't need to appease everybody to be happy. You need to make yourself happy. And don't make worry about other people being comfortable. I know that a thousand percent where I feel comfortable on my page to be myself yeah. is to know that I'm not for everybody and that that's okay. Yeah. And that I might bug other people and that's okay and I don't take offense. I'm triggering them in some way and I I can't. I, I respect that and to know that it's okay to say you're not for everybody, but you are who you're meant to be and that you don't need to change who you are because the people, when you embody and embrace healing and who you are, the right people come into your life when they're needed, but you can't, God knows you're not ready until you accept and acknowledge who you are. And when you do that, people will come. I lost everybody I shouldn't say everyone, but I felt isolated and alone, Sure. but God put the people in my life and he goes, okay, she's ready
0: wow and yeah, that's that, when
1: you know you're going <laughs> to heal
0: <laughs> that's powerful that's again very well said and i love what you said if as soon as you embrace who you are and this and that, the right people will come into your life yes and i've noticed that in, in my past and stuff that i've been through in my darkest days and in those moments when i finally was like there I, you know the right people showed up and it's amazing how that works you yeah. know it truly is that yeah i love that i got goosebumps oh, as you were saying that is so powerful
1: me too that was powerful Thank
0: Man, you. Um, this is wonderful. I love talking to you, uh, wonder girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yes. Um, it's been great. If people want to reach out to you and they yeah. want to buy this journal, they yeah. want to uh, you know, sign up for one of your retreats Absolutely. or just to ask you a question uh-huh. and get to know you better, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: So all the journals and information on retreats and – my story and the blog is all on mywonderwomanjournal.com. dot okay. but on Instagram I get messages daily. Just know I, I am a safe space. Yeah, I everything you share with me I keep anonymous, and I've helped people find resources in the UK, to uh, um, New Zealand, to Alaska, to Hawaii, yeah. and that I you can message me on my Wonder Woman Journal um, on Instagram. Yeah, and cool. I'm just there to. Bounce just to help you feel like you're not alone in those moments of when you're embracing the hard that I'm there for you. And on Wednesdays, I I bet one or two Wednesdays a month, we have Wonder Woman Wednesday. And why it's so powerful is that I give women permission and men, I've had men involved as well Mm -hmm. to honor their Wonder Woman moments. And that's such a powerful day where women can feel like they're not alone and that they, they can be celebrated and we can embrace them and uplift them and know that they're not alone. Right and that they're safe.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. That's fantastic. You know, and by the way, folks, if if you go to her Instagram page which you need to do, it's not boring. <laughs> it is the it is it, it's it really is at times it's very entertaining what you do. I <laughs> And people just need to go experience it. I'm like, man, this woman's amazing. <laughs> you're really and sweet. You, 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 get, you get people laughing. You get people crying. you And then you're real and serious at the same time. Mental it's health just, is tricky. Yeah, but it's right? just a good mix you got Thanks. there going. You know, it's not... You know, people think mental health. That sounds really boring or heavy. Or heavy. It's like, oh, do I want No, go to her, go to her go to her Instagram and you.
1: I'm glad you, you feel that way because I tell my husband all the time. I think I'm hysterical. I I think I'm oh. funny, but then I'm like, I don't know if other people do. But it's been oh. a safe place for me to embrace it. I was it. So watching one I'm of I'm glad your, other people are laughing. Oh with yeah,
0: me. <laughs> I was watching one of yours. Uh, one of your reels, and I. I'm on my phone and I'm with my family. I'm just busting. I'm like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, oh, you guys got to watch this. This is amazing. Oh, that makes me feel good. Yeah, so no, I love the way you carry yourself and the way you do all that. Thank you so much. But no, it's been so great to have you here today. Thank you for having me. This has been
1: great. I knew we were going to have a great conversation because you're amazing. Oh, thank you. And you're doing amazing things. And it truly was an honor to have this conversation and be on your podcast. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for saying those kind words. I really appreciate it. And I'm glad we've connected. Me too. We've got mutual friends gain Lynn we love you we love you you're the best we do love right her. she's amazing she is um talk about making
1: rip ripples yeah, waves
0: I know and we're and it's just gonna keep going so I'm yeah. so glad to, that you shared this so thank you for joining thank us. you so much yes yeah so hey everybody there you go man I told you another amazing guest <laughs> please reach out to McKenna check her out on her Instagram and, and get this journal and I want a little plug like you know this is awesome. If you have girls in your family, uh, nieces, nephews, or I guess not nephews, but yeah, yeah. I guess nephews can do yeah. them too, right? I'm,
1: that's in the works for boys as well. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there
0: should be one. But there should this be one is, for boys. This is amazing. And uh, I, I I ordered this a few, uh, about a month ago, I think, when, when yeah, I reached out did. to you. Yeah, you did. so Anyway, it's awesome. Please reach out to her. Ask her any questions. She's an open book, as you can tell. Very real. Thank you. And she, if she doesn't have the answers, she'll guide you to the right person. And right. so, you know. Anyway, it's so amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you so much, and McKenna. All the best of luck, and I'm here to help you any way that I can. And right back at you too. Thank I'm
1: you. glad we've connected. All right.
0: Till next time, guys. Thank you for joining in.